Hello, you beautiful people. We're back again with our second guest, Rudy. How do you say it? Kalohi. Kalohi. Rudy Kalohi. I really need to start doing this before I hop on and talk to you. I was in my thought, but I didn't ask. Um, but let me tell you guys about Rudy. So Rudy's 20 years old, and he's spent so much time and invested money and resources on his own self so far in his own journey going through uh it's called sci work where it's just all personal development where he's done the basic he did the seven day trip after that and now he's going out in the next month to do the leadership retreat where it's another eight days um in a little eight days in a camp pretty much of just working on yourself learning new things and getting poured into and so I've only really known him for about a couple months now, six six months we could say, and just the transformation of seeing him going through that has been pretty wild and incredible, and just they have so much within that in the community, and he's really just been blossoming from my eyes. He's also part of the gym life where he gets after it in the gym in the morning. Um, also a hilarious person to be around, very loving, very kind, very present, has such a soft soul. He was nasty with it in high school football as well. <laughs> like, yeah, he was nasty. And he's a certified insurance agent, and he's going to go do door-to-door sales this summer with me. So, Rudy, welcome. What's up, Kobe? It's so nice to be here, man. Yeah, in this beautiful room of mine. Um, but, yeah, so, Rudy, if you just want to do a brief overview of who you are, um, from your perspective, and then how is it that you've gotten to where you are now in your life, and like what is your heart's cry? Hmm. Well, I think for me it's truly just the Lord just working in my life. Um, for me, it's personally, I think it started from just me getting my first job, and um, my high school football coach. Um, he has become my boss and just him and his family has poured so much into my life and has really helped me to just realize the potential in my own life. And that's when my relationship with the Lord really started. And throughout that process, just this hunger in my heart to just become the greatest person I can be really just sparked. Um, and I feel like for me, as a part of my testimony and why my heart cries for this so much is that I just want to, I just don't want to see anybody give up on their dreams. Um, be, especially because that's something that I have done. I've have given up on my own dreams of, you know, being this professional athlete and I've seen what, like I've experienced what it, what happens to people when people give up on their dreams and that's just something I never want to see in anyone else. Hmm. Do you want to like speak up a little bit more, but it may sound perfectly on the mic, but I guess could you explain that feeling of what it was like when you weren't pursuing your dreams and kind of how it led for you to like bottom them up and just toss it behind and what was, yeah, what was your day to day life knowing that, okay, I just threw off my aspirations of this better life I've desired. For me, I feel like I just let 
a lot of people speak over my life that just, in essence, I was just believing lies. Um, I was believing things that weren't true. And I just let that shape my reality. That's good. And he was like Rudy's talking about, especially in high school times. Um, and that's very relatable for me is my principal laughed at me asking to start a self-improvement club. And then I had a drama teacher tell me I'm going to be living in my parents' basement at 30 years old. And then obviously high school football coaches have no filter. So they've obviously said some things too. And it's just, what would you tell a person who is in high school, like a junior or senior, ready to about to go on into the next section of their life that has dealt with traumatizing words that has affected their confidence and um, look on themselves? I mean, truly, the most important thing is for them to see it for themselves. Um, just for me right now, where I am in my life, I feel like the first thing I would do is just just honor what I see in them already. Um, just seeing what great of great people they are, because truly everyone can be mm-hmm. and everyone is. It's, I think it's just a matter of choice. Mm. And um, yeah, and it could just be that one person just picking the gold out from inside of them. Mm. How, what if, okay, for this person, let's say they don't really have anybody they feel comfortable with going to, because I can totally honor them. But let's say at the frame of reference at the time as a high schooler, I wouldn't be thinking I'm going to honor these people because like everybody's great. They're actually hurting me and I'm frustrated with them Mm. and I'm tired of them speaking to me this way. And I feel like I have no control or power. So what are your, like who, like what is their approaches? How would that person navigate that situation? Um, This could just be an open question for both of us. Because that's mm. just the first thing that comes to mind. That is a good question. I feel like it's more just, I mean, really, just talking to the Lord. Yeah. I mean, having Jesus in your life, I'm sure that, because for me personally, at that at that point in my life, if that were me, I didn't have Jesus in my life. I didn't really, I didn't really have anyone to turn to. Um. I mean, shoot, I did, however. It was just a lack of, I don't want to say confidence, but just a lack of trust in myself, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I guess I would just, I feel like somebody, everybody has one person. And the first thing that comes to mind is recognizing that person mm-hmm. and being willing to be vulnerable and share that. Yeah, and ask good. and reach out for help because I really do feel like there's a person in everybody's life in every moment and because th- the Lord's always there yeah. and he could be showing up in any way. But for me, it was always looking back of there were people there, but it's hard to be vulnerable, especially as men. Exactly. Especially in the football setting in high school and you show any form of weakness, it's you're getting your soul taken. Yeah. <laughs> especially... You know, stereotypical stuff. That's not how you want to be in front of your friends. And but in essence, that's what that's really where the growth happens when you're vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. So high school, this happens like you graduate, you throw your dreams aside. We've we you're getting to meet uh, your high school coach and he's going to about offer you with the first job. 
what are you doing before that? What was your life like? And then what was the steps? <laughs> what was the steps? Uh, what was the steps right after that, getting that new position and job? And where was that leading you after the first job? Um, so literally what I was doing before. So I, I went to or I took classes online for a community college for a semester. And school was never I wasn't interested in school. We'll just say that. And for about eight, nine months, all I was doing was eating and playing video games and sleeping. That's literally it. And um, it's so crazy to look back at that and just like, I was really doing that for eight to nine months. But um, being offered a job, um, I think it really just opened my eyes and it's, it, it, it gave me a community because literally I was alone that whole time mm. and having only my parents, you know, my shout out to my parents, you know, yeah. always loving me, caring for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. So we mentioned earlier that you, so you do sci work. Could you, Explain what Psy work is and how you got introduced into Psy and then what was the initial take from that? Hmm. Well, that's crazy you asked that because, well, I'll just start off with saying my initial take was just to dream bigger. My initial take was just to dream bigger. Also, my boss, my old high school football coach, he's just like an older brother to me and his family introduced that to me because everyone in my workplace has done the work for themselves Mm -hmm. and um surrounding yourselves with like-minded individuals is was really important and it's crazy to look back at it now that when i did the class um of course i had no idea what i was walking into and you know i was that person in the class that was falling asleep during exercises. Could you explain what the class was just to give context? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a three-day class. Um, it's a whole day thing from 10 a.m. to about 8 p.m. And really what it's about is just experiencing different tools and techniques, like practical things that people can use on a day-to-day basis. And just, it was more of just like an awareness to be, being aware of where you're lacking and where your strengths are. So we could do want to just, I guess, give the ne- definition of psi. Um, so psi stands for PSI. Yeah. It's uh stands for personal success Institute. Yeah. And, um, so it's a three day, so it's a three day personal development, like mini seminar where you mm-hmm. really said you go three days and learn all about it. What were like, so you were sleeping for the beginning of it, but what kind of caught your attention to go to the next level of it, but also what was the biggest thing that you took away from the first three days? The biggest thing that I took away was how I was, how I was being in my own life. Mm. Um, There's a specific exercise on one of the days and, I just realized that I wasn't I wasn't playing my life. 
Mm. I was sitting I was sitting down watching other people play their lives. Mm. And I didn't even say a word. Um I just it was just that just that overview of just like kind of like a smack in the face like what am I doing? Mm. That's really what the big thing was for me throughout the 3 days. Mm. So what were your like following steps right after the first three days? Like what were you implementing? What were you doing different um, from when you were doing before, after, or before the seminar? Mm. Like what were the initial changes? So I'm not really too sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because at that point in time, I still wasn't in um, the greatest, my um, like headspace. Um, However, I knew that I was waking up with a different attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, my perspective on life has shifted um, pretty drastically after the three days. That's pretty much it. Could you like? Could you explain what that perspective was? Like, how is it that you're waking up each day? Um, I mean, I could just say, just like, what am I doing every day? That's, you know, that's mm-hmm. benefiting me, and just truly being able to recognize like where where am I shooting like shooting myself in the foot essentially. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Like how? Like what am I spending my time on? And and by me spending my time on time on this, is it actually rewarding and useful? Yeah. And just I guess the recognition of before it was just a lot of useless stuff. Exactly. Same. Um, okay. So how like how did you get from going after the three day one to doing the seven day retreat? Like what was that process like? I just got asked if I wanted to go and it was a it was a simple yes for me. I mean I don't even know what it entailed, but I just was open to it. To be honest, I don't know why I wanted to go. Um I was like, shoot, why not? Mm. and that was a crazy experience in itself Mm. could you explain like what that experience is that so you had to go off island for this or like i did yes so explain yeah i guess the seven day retreat and what was kind of different against the three day and then what was the thing that really stood out to you then and what were the new things that were kind of like sparking and like shutting off of your old self i think the biggest thing or the biggest difference between the two was we were not only um, in the seven day retreat, we not only experienced using the different tools, but I was able to do things that were uncomfortable that would break my old mindsets Hmm. essentially. Yeah. And show, do these exercises and events that would just prove to myself how capable I am. Mm. And mm. it truly just sparked a, a hunger for just faith in my life. Mm. Do you think the biggest thing that holds a lot of people back and in your, lo- in your life, which is the capability of knowing what you're actually capable of? Yeah. Hmm. So once, and you said it was doing uncomfortable things. Yes. So what were some of those challenging things? 
Um, let's see. Share as little or as much as you want. Okay. Um, just for um purpose, like for experiential purposes. Um, you know, not necessarily supposed to share outrightly. Yeah. You know. No worries. Um, however. There's a there's an activity. I think this is the the biggest event that really like shaped my heart and my mind. It was just it wasn't an individual activity. Mm. Um, I really had to. I mean, it was easy for me to believe in my team. However, it was hard for me to believe in myself and the fact for me to step out. And say that I'm actually capable of doing this. Mm. And telling these people that, yeah, I'm like, you want me here? <laughs> because. <laughs> like, you want me here because, you know, like, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm obviously the only, one of the only few that can do this. Yeah. So that was, that was really huge for me. Wow. And it was really awesome because other people have seen that in me as well. It was just a matter of me bringing it out forth myself. Mm. You want me here because <laughs> that was, yeah, that moved me. And even I feel like there's that insecurity within my own life. Yeah. Of being able to admit, like knowing my worth. That's what it comes down to. Like, Dude, that's <laughs> fact. Bro. That's literally what it is, bro. It's knowing my worth and what it is that I bring and my uniqueness and the strengths that I have is what others don't have, but that doesn't limit mm. on what the strengths of others are. Wow. That's amazing. So, wow, so good. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> so that happened. The seven-day retreat ends. You come back. What's different this time compared to after the three-day event? Hmm. So after I come back, there's a lot of momentum yeah. um, that I've created through the seven days. And I feel like I really had the confidence to just put my legs to work mm. and to actually start moving and creating something better for my life. Um, again, doing things that are uncomfortable, like having some tough conversations or however they were not necessarily tough it was just tough for me to have yeah. those conversations with other people yeah um be careful with rolling that i don't want to pick oh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so immediately immediately after i came back actually i think it was the week after I decided to staff a three-day class, and it was it was so awesome, just because the community that I had myself that I have surrounded myself with, uh, just my coworkers and my boss's family. Um, <laughs> so we all staffed the class together, and it was just one of the greatest things I've ever experienced. Mm. Um, and I really. Just being around all of these people who just want to better themselves um, really sparked some movement in my life. And that, at that moment in time, I signed up for a 90-day goal-achieving course. Hmm. 
And what what were those ninety like? What were those goals within the ninety days? So, and why did you choose those goals? Hmm, that's good. So honestly, so I was I was um, instructed to make four different goals or three different goals. Um, one being a physical goal, an emotional goal, a mental goal, and a spiritual goal. Um, so my spiritual goal was pretty easy, just spending time with the Lord and spending time in the Word. Um, my physical goal was to do 8,000 push-ups, 4,000 sit-ups, and 100 miles. Um, my emotional goal was to spend 26 hours of quality time with my family. And my mental goal was to get my insurance license and write seven policies. And why did you choose those goals? To be honest, I didn't really have any necessarily big dreams physically, just because I've been on a workout routine for a little over a year now. And so I just threw something together that seemed extravagant and seemed like, like, wow, I like, do I think I can really do this in 90 days? Yeah. Like making goals that I think that would actually stretch me, mm-hmm. especially um, getting my insurance license and um, writing seven policies. Like that's crazy. In 90 days, like it takes like, I mean, I'm not sure how how long it takes for others, but it took about it takes about two weeks to even get appointed yeah. after you pass the licensing exam. Mm-hmm. So that was extravagant for me, especially because as a student, as a as a student growing up, um, studying wasn't my thing, yeah. and I had to study really dry and raw material. Yeah. However, it was good for me, really. Wow, that was a process in itself, just knowing that, like, I can study. Like, yeah. like it's really not that hard. It's, it's really just putting the time in. And my emotional goal, so family is just a big thing for me. And really emphasizing and putting that in the forefront of my, just of my mind, just, like, really soaking it in, just spending good quality time with my family, not having just these, you know, simple conversations, day-to-day conversations, yeah. but, like, just being more intimate. So now, because I, I was at Rudy's celebration for the goal setting, and it was pretty, it was amazing to see what he was able to just accomplish and the expression of the team in general. So I guess, Rudy, what does it look like moving forward for you? And... Oh my gosh. Yeah, like what are some big things and big goals that you're moving towards? Well, first off, I mean, should I give like a background of just where I am right now? Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, from me, about me, not me. March 10th till the 20th. Well, that's when I'll be going on the leadership, uh, the men's leadership retreat. It's actually going to be in Houston, my first time in Houston. 
it's really my first time being on a flight by myself. Wow. Really taking, like, just being an adult, really. Yeah. So it's going to be a crazy experience in that. Um, I'm just looking forward to the transformation. I'm looking forward to meeting God there, really. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. Um, and just having the opportunity, like, you giving me the opportunity to do doors. Mm-hmm. Like, initially, when you told me about it, like, I kind of was already interested mm-hmm. and just excited because of the value that you brought. Not not just because the money. What really sparked my interest was just how much you learned about yourself through the process. And, dude, that's a, that's a skill that not a lot of people like dude and you really you just believing in me yeah to be to be able to do some crazy stuff on the doors dude like yeah. i'm excited to do it yeah like i'm look i'm looking forward to sending like <laughs> <laughs> we'll say we'll say we'll say we'll say 370 yeah we'll say 370 uh service accounts Yeah, I mean, it's, it's super exciting looking what you have in front of you in the next two to three months. When the hmm. next month, that's when it really things start like, moving forward in general. And there's a big move with God already that we have not even talked about. Bro. Uh, yeah, we may, not, we may not have time to talk about it, but because <laughs> uh, that's a whole different take. But it, it's included in all of this, but just the fact of, of doing the eight-day leadership retreat. Like, that's pretty much from what I hear, a big thing is, like, they get to find a lot of solid foods. But if you gain so much value in the last one, you're going to have that momentum after doing PLD, doing the goals, and then, like, you're going to come back, and then the next month and a half, you're going to be flying back out to South Carolina to do, like, for me, the doors is, like, the ultimate training camp because it's four months of, like, your survival is on the line, Mm -hmm. and you're literally just cold calling talking to people every single day in, like, 100-degree weather, getting rejected, and just learning how to conversate, and it's just you out there. And so it's going to be super cool that you have all this momentum carrying into it and seeing how it transfers over into something like The Doors, which is really hard and difficult and something most people aren't willing to do mm. just because of how much suffering and challenging is involved. So that's super cool. Very excited for Rudy. Rudy's is Rudy's becoming one of my best friends out here in Hawaii and just Let's go. being able to have a bond. It's just he's he's truly a light in the life and just makes life fun and he's very driven and it's been amazing just the time I've seen him from like the initial him talking about his work at doing side to like now where he is now and what he's been doing and the moves he's making and the investments he's making in, in his life at 20 years old that like the moves most most 20 years are not going to have well, are not investing as much as you are investing in yourself mm-hmm. for your betterment of your future and a lot of adults don't even do that from what I hear so kudos to you Rudy what are some of the biggest life lessons that you've learned so far that you would tell yourself as a junior and senior high school and what are you most excited about moving forward mm, that's a loaded question um we break that question down a little yeah. bit um 
just that first part of like what I would tell myself. Yeah, like what are like a couple life lessons that you were like if you knew these really in high school, like bro, so much would change. Hmm. Can I take some time? Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's the perfect time to bring up our sponsor of this video, Gem Life. Come on. <laughs> are you looking at Jupiter? Because so, so are we. Check out our page, Jupiter. And don't forget, you're a gem. You're a gem. So keep on shining. <laughs> 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 now that I think about it, it's like where I was in my head at that time. And like, even if I just picked the gold out of myself, mm -hmm. I don't, I feel like that wouldn't have made a drastic change. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. That's a really hard question. I feel like experiencing something, um, really just encouraging myself to, get experience experience and just doing stuff that I don't want to do essentially hmm, just because at that time okay let's reframe it in a sense what are some life lessons you would tell others an advancement of them becoming their best self of like these are valuable things but if you could grasp these concepts or like move towards these these will better your life hmm. um well just of course your relationship with god but also it's really important to have a relation a healthy relationship with yourself um and just being curious um and dude just Really discipline really is the like one of the most important things I think. Discipline just it just starts movement in your life and it gives you something to be proud of. And it gives you another reason to go after it the next day. And then what are you most excited about in life? Well, I'm really excited for Kingdom Living for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm excited to be a father one day. I'm excited to... In the future. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. I'm looking, dude, really what I'm looking forward to is not really solidifying in my heart 
who Rudy Kalo he is. Like, I can say that I know him in my mind all I want. However, I'm aware and aware enough of myself that I don't. I truly don't know. Like, I do know some things, and I hear all of these things, but it's not until I experience it and I know it for myself in my own heart. And that's what I'm truly looking forward to. Just like how much more greatness I'm able to be able to, that I'm going to be able to walk in. And like, bro, the lives I'm going to be able to impact because of that. Not even because of me striving to impact people's lives, but just me living my life to the fullest is just going to be impacting in itself. Yeah. Facts. That's good. It's really exciting just knowing what you're about. Yeah. And sharing your experiences of what you just don't know. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Well, Mr. Ruder, it's been an honor and pleasure, and I thank you for spending half hour talking and sharing and being vulnerable with everybody there's definitely some good nuggets mm-hmm. on here and lessons for me learn so we thank you and we honor you Rudy and everything God's doing in your life and the investments you're making you are a gem Ooh. I appreciate that Colby it was my pleasure yes till next time folks <laughs>